think that uh, multidimensional poverty is uh, a pretty new concept, uh, although it has been around for quite a while and there were different attempts to uh, measure it. Uh, I think with the multidimensional poverty index that was jointly done between or with uh, UNDP and uh, OFI, Oxford uh, Poverty and uh, Human Development Initiative, um, uh, th this was the first uh, materialization of, of the idea of measuring multidimensional poverty. So I think um, having these workshops re on a regular basis, and I think this is perhaps second or third workshop, where um, you have uh, people that are doing research in this area, presenting their results, is uh, very, very good. It's informative. It's uh, a good uh, place for discussion. And uh, without discussion, as we know, there is no no progress in uh, any uh, activity, any human activity. And uh, uh, this year it is particularly important because the focus is on the comparison between um, dynamics that is captured by multidimensional poverty index uh, and uh, income poverty. And uh, so because there are certain doubts among uh, policymakers, uh, governments, uh, uh, decision makers about the uh, whole idea of multidimensional poverty because it sounds complex. Uh, the moment you say multidimensional, it is, it's a, a complex concept. While income, everyone understands, consumption, everyone understands. And um, uh, measuring of income poverty has been around for quite a while. And uh, it is uh, easy to measure, it is easy to understand. But uh, the idea is that uh, poverty goes beyond uh, income or consumption. Poverty is uh, something that uh, uh, is very much about uh, children not being able to go to school uh, when they are supposed to go, or people being uh, uh, inadequately uh, fed uh, because they cannot afford food, or people being uh, sick because they cannot afford uh, the health uh, 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 care, uh, or there are governments that uh, have forgotten certain uh, parts or, or uh, cross-sections of their own populations uh, uh, and they are not providing uh, electricity or drinking water and, and so on. So all of these uh, uh, factors, if you like, are, are put together in multidimensional uh, poverty uh, uh, talks and we look at all of them and uh, we uh, define uh, poor people at a much broader uh, basis than looking just if they have enough uh, money for what? That's the question because international, for example, poverty uh, measure of poverty line uh, is uh, set at $1.25 per day uh, in uh, PPP terms in this uh, purchasing power parity, uh, international dollars, which is uh, rather too low for, for many countries. And then governments can, uh, in some developing countries, proudly say, well, look, at we are reducing this. But uh, really, this uh, poverty line may be too, too low to uh, be uh, sufficient, I mean, for people being above it to, to claim that they are not poor. And by, by looking into several dimensions in, uh, measured by 
uh, available indicators, uh, we, we can get a better picture of uh, who is poor and uh, how and what is the dynamics of poverty, uh, what people need in order to get out of poverty and uh, why they are uh, falling uh, below. Uh, now, certainly all of measures are uh, data-driven, so yes, we would measure something and we know uh, what would be ideal uh, indicator for, for certain uh, aspects of the poverty or, or, or anything else, but uh, are data available? That's the uh, big question. Additionally, MPI, uh, Multidimensional Poverty Index, from the beginning uh, was aimed for international comparison. So the uh, important thing is that uh, data uh, that are available should be uh, kind of internationally uh, harmonized or uh, uniform across countries. And so that's another limitation. Because uh, when you think about uh, all investments into statistical capacities of many developing countries over the last 20, uh, 30 years, yes, uh, many countries today have very good household surveys, but these household surveys are usually country-specific. And although they provide many uh, important indicators, um, these indicators may not be found in uh, another country or, or in their survey. So we're going with some necessary minimum, uh, which is uh, sufficient essentially for capturing uh, uh, multi, uh, capturing poverty, I should not say multidimensional, but poverty, which we believe is uh, uh, better defined uh, by looking in several different aspects. So there is data limitation, and uh, we uh, know that uh, perhaps uh, uh, with uh, having uh, MPI better understood and more used by policymakers, there will be a way to influence those who are planning surveys and who are uh, uh, conducting surveys to um, include for the next waves some of the indicators that are uh, missing currently and that would uh, enormously improve the quality of, of the MPI and uh, the coverage of, of the uh, real poverty. Now, on the policy side, uh, MPI is uh, really aimed for uh, policymakers, for policy analysts to understand better uh, why uh, certain uh, parts of the population are poor and uh, why others are not. And so it makes a very good uh, instrument or tool for targeting because uh, MPI itself, Multidimensional Poverty Index, is one number which consists of two great components. One is headcount, uh, how many people are poor, and another is intensity. But it can also be unpacked, and you can get the, the number of people. You can decompose it and see uh, how many people are poor in the sense of uh, education, in the sense of uh, health, uh, how many of them are deprived, essentially, in uh, uh, these living standards components. And also, uh, it is kind of simple methodology, and uh, as we know, the simplicity is, is the mother of, of everything. And uh, so, given that it is simple, it's also decomposable uh, geographically or spatially. And uh, so you can see which areas of the country are uh, more deprived in, uh, let's say, electricity, 
not that uh, government does not know, but uh, the, they can uh, see uh, in immediately uh, that uh, perhaps lack of services is uh, the reason why uh, people are deprived in, in living conditions so or living standards, so government can do more providing these uh, uh, services uh, to remote areas or to other underdeveloped uh, areas of, of the country. Um, similarly, if there are areas where uh, kids, children that are supposed to be in school are not in school, what is the reason for that? Maybe uh, schools are not uh, uh, available close uh, by, so children have to walk uh, uh, several kilometers or, or more, or you know, parents cannot afford having children in school because they need uh, um, uh, them to help them out with uh, whatever activities they do at home, and so on. So I, I think by looking well, uh, by looking just the number, uh, one number MPI, uh, there it's possible to compare uh, country over time and uh, across uh, countries, especially. But uh, the real strength of MPI is the possibility of uh, uh, unpacking it and looking at uh, each component. Now, oh, this workshop also uh, brought up several uh, papers that are really based on national sources, not on international. So uh, it is possible for MPI. They show, they confirm that MPI is a rather a flexible measure that can be easily uh, uh, modified and uh, uh, adapted to the uh, country-specific conditions. So, and also can be enriched by by additional indicators or better indicators, providing that the country has uh, its own household survey, uh, which is uh, probably uh, richer than uh, these uh, minimalistic uh, international uh, surveys. And uh, so. That is one thing that this workshop showed, uh, good examples of uh, uh, adaptations of uh, MPI idea and methodology to uh, country context. The uh, second thing is uh, there are more and more countries that have uh, so-called uh, panel, household panel surveys, so, which means that um, uh, the same people, the same households are followed over time. And so it's possible to study uh, the persistence of uh, multidimensional poverty, how many people are, are you know, stuck in these so-called poverty traps. And perhaps uh, it, it is a good uh, uh, base for good analysis of poverty by adding another uh, covariates. Uh, uh, it is possible perhaps to come up with the reasons why uh, some households, households are trapped in, in poverty and uh, some are are not. Some are uh, moving up, uh, uh, not necessarily out of poverty, but to uh, some uh, sort of uh, uh, milder poverty, if I can say. Uh, and also it is possible to, to study uh, the, not only mobility, uh, not only uh, persistence, but uh, mobility as well. Uh, again, answering the questions of uh, why some uh, households are moving up. Temporal association, does it mean that once you're poor, you stay there. Uh, so all of these things are becoming more and more uh, uh, possible, uh, I would say, uh, by having a better data. Not necessarily at the international scale, uh, but uh, uh, within uh, uh, countries, within national context, it's possible. So this workshop also showed that uh, there were examples of 
uh, good research and uh, good papers, uh, good ideas in that direction. Multidimensional poverty and uh, income poverty, uh, several papers brought up uh, the comparison with the idea to, to show that uh, either one dominates another or uh, uh, they are equal. But in, indeed, uh, uh, as we are talking in the sense of multidimensionality, uh, income poverty would be just one possible dimension within uh, this multidimensional framework. So not because they are measuring, uh, you know, like apples and oranges, uh, multidimensional poverty is going deeper, looking at different uh, uh, aspects of poverty, while income is, uh, or consumption is uh, based on how much uh, uh, household can afford to consume based on what they earned or what they got from government as some aid uh, or social uh, support. Now, uh, the ideas are, are different here. One possible idea is that if we have income available as well as other indicators, include income as one of uh, indicators of living standard. Uh, well, there are correlations within that because uh, there is belief that income is highly uh, correlated with uh, nutrition and nutrition is highly correlated with health. So, but, you know, uh, it's hard to come up with uh, uncorrelated uh, indicators and uh, some schools of thought say that it's better to have correlated indicators because it shows that all of them are measuring the same thing. So, instead of competing with income, uh, I would uh, support uh, uh, if asked and uh, I think uh, the research uh, has shown that income should be one of the components within the uh, multidimensional uh, framework for measuring poverty. Uh, certainly it should not be one that replaces other living conditions uh, or uh, living standards indicators, but should be added to, to, to the, that uh, complex uh, or set of, of indicators. Uh, because if we are trying to replace uh, living standards uh, indicators with income, then we are missing uh, uh, these uh, uh, public uh, uh, kind of public assets or uh, public provisions uh, of electricity or water of uh, perhaps uh, communications and, and other things that are currently uh, parts of uh, multidimensional poverty uh, index. So uh, in, uh, what I'm saying is yes, it's good to compare income poverty and multidimensional poverty, but if income is available in the same data set, my, my recommendation would be include income as one of the indicators for the, um, the living standards. Um, future of the MPI, uh, well, from the international comparison perspective, I think uh, uh, and along the lines that simplicity is, is a kind of a must. I would like to, to see some kind of uh, reduced number of indicators uh, that go into uh, MPI. And especially there is some empirical evidence that uh, having too many indicators on the living uh, standards uh, dimension may influence uh, uh, undoubtedly uh, the outcome of, uh, of, of this measurement. So somehow uh, when you look these three dimensions of MPI, then living uh, 
standards dimension becomes uh, uh, dominant or, or the, the contribution to the poverty, uh, multidimensional poverty uh, is enhanced on the uh, living standard side. Uh, so perhaps by reducing the number of uh, indicators on that side would be a way to go for, for the future of the international multidimensional poverty uh, measurements. While certainly for the national purpose, it can be always modified to the extent that uh, people can always uh, bring in um, different indicators and for all the dimensions. Uh, it is a powerful measure and um, it helps countries to compare themselves uh, to, to each other. It helps uh, policymakers to uh, decide uh, which. Uh, uh, what kind of decisions uh, are uh, most likely to reduce the, the poverty. And uh, also, I think it's an important tool for uh, advocacy groups because it allows simple interpretation and uh, can you know, make a, a good uh, instrument for making points uh, that uh, should be heard uh, by, by uh, responsible uh, people within the within the country context, I would say. One message would be that uh, we do have a good measure and uh, this measure itself uh, brings uh, important information uh, that can be used at different levels. You can use it as, as is, as one number. So you can then do some temporal comparison uh, of the how country uh, uh, fares over time. But uh, it can be also unpacked, and you, you can look at the different components and see how country is improving in, in different components. And so it can be also used as a test tool. So if some policies work uh, towards uh, objectives that they are made for or they are not, uh, so they allow certainly some corrections of, of, of policies or some kind of stronger implementation. So the simple message is we have a good tool. It's not perfect. It still can be developed further. But in the way that uh, uh, it's developed methodologically, it's, it's uh, almost perfect. Uh, what is needed there are perhaps higher quality data so that we can really with the authorities say that the differences and the changes are due to real uh, achievements, accomplishments, or uh, uh, you know, uh, simply uh, uh, opposite of that uh, on the uh, government side and not by the quality of uh, indicators. So that the drive is on real policy implementation and something works or, or something uh, does not work and not because of data that are of, of uh, bad quality or insufficient quality. So I think that one message would be yes, there is a very good tool but it requires uh, to be implemented, to be used, to be monitored, to be, uh, you know, discussed and used as a test tool. But on the other side, uh, there is a, a big cry for uh, better quality data for uh, studying poverty. Uh, and uh, I think that many developing countries are, uh, you know, progressing in that sense, but they are still far away from, for, uh, from uh, having uh, good quality data. But I'm somehow uh, hopeful and uh, optimistic that uh, uh, statistical uh, uh, communities are uh, going in the right direction. 
I think that this uh, workshop uh, added, uh, I think, additional um, uh, additional uh, pieces of evidence. Uh, the research that has been presented uh, points to that direction. And uh, I think that there were uh, discussions in the policy uh, circles, in uh, academic uh, circles as well. Uh, many uh, economic research uh, has been done in, within last uh, perhaps uh, 15 or 20 years. And all of them point out that uh, income, or looking just uh, at income distribution and income poverty is, is not sufficient.